Will McEver drive for Ferrari? No. That's the big question because uh, that's where he wants to be, right? That's what he's that's in where F1 everyone for. wants to. Yeah, he, no, will, he will not what be he's there. In F1, he will not be he there. He wants to be a Ferrari driver. No, no way. Welcome to the Gravel Trap Podcast, where two F1 experts and one new F1 fan break down everything from qualifying to the race and everything else crazy that happens in the world of F1. Hello from inside the cockpit of Phil's midlife crisis. <laughs> Um, the 2022 Ford F350 Super Duty. It's quite comfortable in here, though. You like it. We're your hosts, Phil, Tommy, and this is Ryan. Welcome to the post-race podcast right here on the Gravel Trap. Coming up on this episode, we got Ferrari wins Red Bull's home turf. Uh, Ferrari catches on fire. Ferrari boss finally gets the strategy right. Continuing on, what we got on this episode, Colton Herta gets two-day McLaren test at Portimao. Uh-huh. And then someone said, what does this mean for Danny Rick? Yeah. Nothing good. Yeah. And then we are exactly halfway through the season. All right, so uh, let's go right into Phil's picks. Pick Max to win, Checo second, Leclerc third. He got it completely wrong. I didn't Checo, get it completely wrong. He's like, wrong. I didn't get it completely wrong. Well, you didn't get any of the order right, and you only got two of them right. He got two out of the three. Two out of three is actually pretty good. Well, look, <laughs> um, uncontrollable circumstances, though. Mm. Oh, no, now. it's quite controllable. <laughs> I mean... George Russell just doesn't like Red Bulls going around the outside. How about Mercedes don't like Red Bulls going on the outside? Christian Horner, that was like one of the most tactful little roasts ever. He goes, I guess Mercedes just don't like Red Bulls going around the outside. (laughs) Yeah. Like, all right. All right. What do you, I I like this. I don't know what it means. Why do you think Max was sucking into an early pit? Oh, I just think that the pace of the Ferrari early on in the stint on the heavy fuel was really, really strong. And that made him alter his strategy. And, um, yeah, he he pit early. He didn't hey, stick to 14. the plan. Yeah, that's super early. Yeah, but yeah. so the you think Ferrari's pace made him do that? Yeah, I just think being taken over and 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 their pace, their early on pace, their early on pace is what scared him into thinking that he just didn't have the grip that he needed to fight with these guys. Because if you look at what everybody thought going into the race. In the beginning, Pirelli was stressing that this was going to be what a one-stop race, right? <laughs> <laughs> what did it turn into? Yeah, a two-stop. Well, three, well, three-stop three stop, race, yeah. you know. Well, three-stop well, because of the because safety of the car. Safety car. Yeah, that's like well, a three pit stop. So yeah. it should have been a two-stop. Yeah, but but Red Bull did have the pace. If you look at the last stint on the mediums, they were, bro, they were pretty quick. Mm-hmm. They were pretty yeah. quick. The they, thing they is, were though, like on the hards, though, Leclerc yeah. made it look so easy to pass max yeah three times yeah i mean like it looked pretty easy all three times agreed that was insane yeah i just think i wish he would have stuck to the plan and i think he would have been a little stronger on his second stint if he would have went a little later in the race um without pitting so do you think ferrari just had a much faster car or ran a much better strategy or a little bit of both combination of both yeah they had the car this weekend yeah they definitely definitely they had it was such a dramatic difference like they really had the car but also also up until what lap 57 they ferrari had two cars it was two ferraris versus one red bull how would the race have played out if checo was still in there i think they still had the pace over the red bull they definitely still had the pace but I think the Ferraris also worked together a lot better this weekend, like yeah. or Sunday, because this they messed each other up in the sprint. And yeah. I guarantee you, there was a meeting where it's like, "Y'all, you can't do that." And they came out Sunday and they worked really well together. Definitely, I really, agree. really well together. I agree this time. Uh, track limits. Who wrote this? Forty-three track limits incidents during the race. Who yes. found that? Mm-hmm. 
That was um, that was actually Bryce that yeah. sent that over. That is but crazy. Forty three track limit incidents. Yeah. Is that the highest and, this year? Did I even look that up? That's got. Oh be. yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. They have never handed out track limits penalties the way they did this weekend. Is one of the, the uh, what is, is it, it good for the sport? I mean. I think it's good it, for it, my education of what track limits them a are. Lesson. <laughs> this is the limit of the track. Right. You don't go beyond it or you get penalized. I mean, right. it's pretty straightforward. Did you see the, so one of the memes in the newsletter today, we're always going to have memes in the newsletter because they're fun, was the uh, scene from Wolf of Wall Street where he's throwing the money off the boat and he calls it <laughs> fun coupons. But <laughs> some, uh, I think it was Boris the chef you on Twitter, got replaced the money with five second penalties mm-hmm. from the, uh, the FIA graphic. Right. It was great. It was. I think it had something like five thousand likes, five hundred retweets on Twitter, and I was like, "This is the one. I gotta share this." I'm waiting for an Oprah meme. You got a five second penalty. You got a five second penalty. <laughs> so I saw that one, but and I literally went. That was the first one. So I went looking for it on Twitter. Couldn't find it. Found the other one instead, and I was like, "All right, this is good. It's like two in the morning. I'm writing this news." So you did see an Oprah. That'll work. I did. Yeah. Oh. And it. I, I could. I didn't save it though, and I couldn't go find it, and it was two in the morning, and I just wanted to go to bed. Oh. Um, so <laughs> I might have. Put a little bit less effort in. So what happened to Perez on lap one? Jesus. Well, so Perez goes, George Russell, tries to go around the outside. George Russell, Russell did not turn into him. That much is clear. Everybody on Twitter was like, you can see him shunt the wheel. No, he shunted the wheel after the contact. That's yeah. pretty clear when you watch it again. Did you see did how much rotation leave? is in the wheel? Seriously, I mean, that, it's crazy. That thing was but, turned all the and way if over. You're, if we're but being, did he leave enough room? He did. He left plenty of room. When I really looked at it, at first I thought, you know, Russell kind of went into him. But Perez squeezed the hell out of him mm-hmm. on Perez the inside. Perez turned in sharp. I called that as it was happening. I was like, Perez isn't going around. If you looked at the the right way to try to make an attempt from the outside is what Lando did. You remember when all of those guys were kind of like fighting for eighth place? Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, and Lando yeah. went on the outside of some, but was it Mags? I can't remember. I want to say it was Mags or some, one of the Haas's. He tried to go on the outside, but he just didn't have the run. But he was left plenty of room. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think there's a lot to be said about the whole accident avoidance, trying to avoid a collision. It's lap one of the race. Why try to overtake somebody around the outside of a corner that's known for collisions? Yeah. So many times. I mean, all these years past. Perez said he doesn't know what he could have done different. Russell Russell said he turned into me. Like, I mean, he kind of did turn into him. Yeah. Well, Perez's words. I mean, he said. yeah, he goes, there was nothing I could have done differently. You that's, could have, you yeah, could have backed not true. out of it. Could have backed out <laughs> of it. Could have, could have taken it a little bit wider. Could have tried to go wider. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot he could have done. I differently. felt like he tried to take the racing line. Yeah, he really You know, did basically George Russell's George. line. Because he was, he was ahead, at, right. I believe. At the end of the braking zone, he was ahead slightly. Right. Or quite a bit, actually. But Well, Russell still has the rights to that corner. Yeah, of course right? he does. Yeah. So he doesn't have to back out, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I... I wrote, I strongly disagree with that. He could have avoided a collision, continued to race, likely contended for a podium. I mean, why throw that all away, trying to pass somebody on lap one around the outside? That, and it's a Mercedes. It's not like he was trying to pass a car that he knew was quicker than him. The Mercedes is not the quicker car this weekend. If it was a Ferrari, I could see pushing a little bit harder there. I'm just going to skip my question about it being okay to crash a rival out of the race and only get a five-second penalty. just seems like... Uh... I, I mean, what, no, Sour is, grapes. It, is it okay, though? Is I mean, it okay? is it okay? It's not what he did. It just, it sucks. It's, I think the it's fact really that, disappointing. Like, I, I, don't, I love checkout. I hate seeing that. And I want Ferrari to win and all, but I still hate seeing that. But he got a five-second penalty because they're not going to hit him with something hard when it really was more of a racing incident than 
like yeah, something to penalize. Well, he got a five-second penalty because yeah. a year, well, a couple of years ago, Hamilton got Hamilton the five-second yeah, penalty. And Albon. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you had to be fair there. But I, when I look at it over and over and over again, I'm almost certain that's a racing incident. I think that's it is how too, I yeah. too. Yeah, and I don't know that much about this. With but the blame I think it is. being placed a little bit more on the on Checo's side mm-hmm. rather than Russell's side, Russell has the right to that corner. He yeah, has the he right does. to that racing. Line. And that's what they both argue, though. Is we both? I have the right. No, I have the right. right. Who has the right? Just because you're ahead on, on the outside in that corner does not mean you have the right. Children. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, why? Okay, so why are uh, Leclerc and Max finishing the race? 40 seconds in front of Hamilton in third. Like, Oh, that's just the pace of, yeah. of the leading cars, right? Mercedes is not there. Let's be real. Isn't, isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. I mean, it's it's, not, like it's almost... not really that crazy. When you look at years past, I mean, where, where was Ferrari compared to Mercedes? Yeah. I guess I mean, that just, finish, half, I mean, to me, half Leclerc the top 10 and, wasn't even on the same lap. That just Yeah, they, seems lapped, like they almost lapped Ocon. Yeah, that's just they crazy. They were right behind Ocon. That, I don't I don't like that. I wish it were tighter. It is a smaller track, though. Minute, it is a under a minute and 10 yeah, second a, lap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a lot of laps, too. Yeah, fastest lap fun. of the race was a 107.275. That was Verstappen. Leclerc wins, Verstappen second, Hamilton third, Mercedes 1-2, Russell in fourth. Or, I'm sorry, Russell, Mercedes 3-4. Three, three, four. And then Ocon, Schumacher, Norris. I love seeing these lower-tier drivers. And maybe we'll put lower-tier in air quotes. I love seeing them in the top ten. I think it's exciting. Well, Mick, like, Mick Schumacher scores points again. After yeah. <laughs> Mick's got two points. After po- me saying he will never score again in F1. He's got more points. He got driver of the day. He got. You guys he see the number, too? He got 25% of the vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, second place was Leclerc. He only got 15. Well, I'm putting this out there. He will not score in France. Mick? That's going to be a tough track. Ryan, you know that. Oh, my gosh. We were racing today on uh, F1 2022 on Tommy's simulator. Okay. That France court. <laughs> Paul Ricard is just crazy. That's, that circuit is yeah. so hard. I, I, mean, have, I, know, I have no experience on that track. And I have never driven even a, an F1 car in a simulator. But I, I can't wait to see how these guys handle these turns, especially the last turn. I mean, it's literally like an acute angle. Mm-hmm. It is so, so tight. Sharp. I did not have one time, and I did probably 15 laps, I did not have one time where I kept it on the track. Even going 25, I couldn't keep it on. <laughs> wow. It was... You have to cut that thing all the way over just to make the corner. It's, it's crazy. I can't wait to see this race. I, I'm definitely going to have a new appreciation for it, doing it on a, a video game. Mm-hmm. I know we'll it's such a silly way. Get some more practice. Well, yeah, tonight. Let's do it. Let me ask you this. Do you think Max still has a little bit of like that... Um, Immaturity behind the wheel sometimes. Uh, I say no. So I was predisposed not to like Max because Tommy, in the first race I ever watched, was like, "This guy's a little turd. He's got a bad attitude. I hate him." Tommy's, <laughs> Those were my words. Tommy's Apparently wife was, was actually turd. worse. Um, she was really uh, the Ashley one that jaded my. Yeah. So Ashley yeah. jaded my opinion of Max, mm-hmm. and since then I've wanted to not like him, but I just can't agree with that. I think he actually is more mature i've watched the highlights i've seen him get mad on the radio and stuff like that i think he's been pretty mature this year he's a good sport when he doesn't win like he's i I like him i really do i think he's done a great job this year he's complained less and less on the radio yeah they all complain on the radio complaints are not i mean we've said it before the complaints are not these unreasonable things they're things that he shouldn't have to complain about yeah like if you guys heard hamilton on the radio he's like you know, he was mad that he got a black and white flag for track limits or a warning or something. And he goes, that's BS. I'm, I didn't go off the track. 
and then his engineer was yeah. like, well, they, you know, they think he did. And he was like, was everybody else getting these things too? And, you know, it was a, <laughs> like, yeah, actually, yeah, like, everybody, yeah. Yes, everybody is getting them. Shit. Um, like, oh, honestly, it seems like he complains on the radio a little bit more than uh, Max does. I know uh, you guys both like him, so that'll be... Well, I think it's just broadcast. I, I think he gets the ratings, that's why, mm-hmm. and they broadcast the stuff a whole lot more. You know who used to complain a whole lot back in the day? Grosjean. Mm, yeah. Do you remember that? Him on the radio he used to yeah. bitch and complain like crazy. Can I say that? You can say whatever you want on this thing. <laughs> can I say that? This is not a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> we'll just bleep a beep. Um, I like Toto Wolf's response to all the... Uh, do you guys read that? You read that in the newsletter, <laughs> yeah. Tommy? Yeah. Toto Wolf's response to the abusive fans at the Red Bull ring. He goes, yeah. fuck off. We don't want you. Jeez. Jeez. I love that. He's he, That man is bold. He just doesn't give a rip. He's worth a half a billion dollars, I think. That allows that really <laughs> certain type of boldness. It's a it's a whole lot of money for he owns thirty three percent of Mercedes F one. Oh, does he really? Yeah. Oh, that's that'll yeah that'll help you be worth <laughs> half a billion dollars. Um, all right, what's this? Hamilton making grounds uh, on struggling houses, both lap seventeen and eighteen, makes life hard for Max by keeping him at bay or two. Did you see that? Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was trying to hold him. I I don't know that he really compromised Max's race. It was not. I think but, so. You but really you definitely you so what did, what did, it. What did Max lose by? 1.4 seconds, something like that, right? Mm, yeah, but I don't know that that really made that much of a difference I there. think so, man. Uh, I think so, because that was off of his first stop. Maybe that could have led to some of the degradation mm-hmm. that he was having in his race. Yeah, but at that point, I mean, they all switched over to, I don't know. I don't know. It's It's that whole... You know, warming as, up the as tires. As always says, hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. What would have happened? I don't know. I agree. That's a good question, though. How sad for science, though. Oh man, fire! Kablamo! <laughs> yeah, Kablamo. that thing just exploded. I mean, you saw it like something. It's truly... about time we have a good explosion. Something it's... hit. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's been a while since you see something like that. Something hit the whatever that's. It's probably made of carbon fiber, right? Whatever that exterior is. Yeah. Something hit that and cracked it i mean you saw something blew up yeah uh I, something i noticed a little bit when watching and heard people complain about on twitter is how slow the marshals got to the car what do y'all think about that you think it was pretty slow i don't know that it was i don't know i mean yeah they should have probably been there quicker with the fire extinguishers and put that thing out but they always have to it was, i guess they're supposed to wait until the car comes to a complete stop yeah, that was bad. Right. I, I mean, if that imagine if that rolls F one car. Imagine if that rolls back onto the track. It's a rolling bomb. Facts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like Facts. the, I I I hear the complaint that the marshals didn't get there fast enough, but that one marshal just ran up, tried to put a chalk under the wheel, and basically stood himself behind the wheel. Like I think, yeah. I think they did their job. It might have been a little slow, but I was so wondering the, what y'all thought. The about one that. question was. Um, you know, should they have sent out a full safety car and that one vehicle that went out on the track while it was just on a virtual safety car. Mm-hmm. So they started, I don't know, Ryan, you probably don't know about this, but back in 2014, there was a crash in Japan oh, at the man. Japanese Grand Prix. Rest in peace, and Jules Miyake. So there was a driver that went off the track. A truck came on the track. It was like a front-end loader that came mm-hmm. onto the track to pick up that car. Another driver, Jules Bianchi, went off this track, same exact corner, and ran into that front yeah. end loader. Oh, man. And and suffered from a head injury and, and ended up passing away. Yeah. R.I.P. Jules. I mean, that was really, really sad. And that, 
That led to the Halo. That led to the Halo. That led to the virtual safety car. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that another truck went out on the track before there was, you know, a full safety car, really. I don't know that that should have happened. But at least that's what VSC is for, to kind of slow things down. Um, so do y'all think it should have been full safety car? It seems like it got cleaned I mean, up it, pretty it quick. It got cleaned up quick, but but it did go full safety car. And then when he Eventually. parked it, he did park did it, it deep. Yeah, didn't it go full safety? No, think no, it, it stayed virtual. Yeah, it never it stayed a virtual safety time? car. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a pretty quick stop. I must have got up and walked away at that point and came back. And well, I've were, seen them deploy. I've seen them deploy the safety car for lesser mm-hmm. incidents. Yeah. Do you think they should have? Speaking of last week, do you think they should have deployed the virtual safety car to safety car when Ocon's car was stuck out Parked there? Parked on the side of the road. Oh, yeah. that's a full safety car. He was in the middle of the track. Well, not in the middle, but he was on the track, on a straight. Yeah, it's a bad spot. I mean, I think Sainz got his car pretty close to the <laughs> When he's entrance. pulling it up there, I was like, just pull it in the little spot right, right. there. You're right there, man. I don't know why. Dude, are I they not allowed that, to do that, that thing as fast as possible? I have no idea. Are drivers allowed to, like, pull down these little access roads? Because every time I watch a race and I see a car go off and they're, you know, trying to get as far away from the track as possible, they don't go down these little roads. Yeah. Can they not drive down there? Like, is that against the rules? I've seen Kimi do it before. Yeah, Kimi would Kimi. drive that shit right <laughs> on the street and take it Kimi, for a Kimi would drive it straight to his boat. <laughs> Leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, oh, he might have seen in mirrors, he might have seen fire and been like, I'm getting out of this thing as soon as possible. So, so what does this mean for Ferrari with the allocation penalties? I mean, this is obviously... Could be bad. Uh, that, that could be bad news for them. But what is it's only one uh, one race. I, I learned that last week. You guys taught me that. That doesn't seem well, like the end of the world. I don't think it's the end of the world. I mean, if you look at what Charles did in um, Canada, yeah, a new engine off. seems like the right thing to do. What a race yeah. that was. I loved watching him make up all those places. Yeah. Um, Get more power. <laughs> more power. This is my question. Do you see uh, the, the, all the pictures of Science just sitting on the side of the track? I'm like, we could definitely make a meme out of this. Just confused and like... <laughs> confused and just sad. Yeah. And then like I mean, the one like marshal runs over and he's like, he looks like he's not okay. And he asks him if he's okay. And I think, I forget if it was Crofty or Brundle. He's like, I mean, physically he's okay, but you know, he's not right now mentally. I mean, right. what do you think right now? I, so he said something. I think that this kind of plays into that question. You know, was he mentally okay? He said it was going to be an easy one, too. Do y'all think it was going to be easy? I, I don't think, think it was going to be easy. I think they had one, two in the bag. I don't know if it was going to be easy, but the well, only in the bag reason it easy. really tightened up was because Leclerc was having issues with his car. I don't think it was an easy one, too. I think they had it. I think he could have overtaken him, but I don't think it was I an think, easy one, too. I think they, just based on what you saw out of Leclerc, I think that was an easy one, too, if, <laughs> if his car didn't blow up. Yeah, and the... Let's talk about that too. The uh, the accelerator problem for Leclerc. Well, first of all, if signs, if his car did not explode, <laughs> there would not have been a safety car. Assuming nothing else happened, Max was still going to struggle on the hards, and the red and the Ferraris were just going to walk away with the race. I think it would have been an easy one too, based on that. Um, Leclerc's pedal gets stuck at the at the floor, and he has to pull it back up. Apparently, with his foot. I mean, that's just what they suggested. I don't know if that's what actually happened. Did you hear anything else about that? Uh, that's what they that. were guessing. That's, and they were that's saying, what Martin Brundle was saying. Martin Brundle was also saying he shouldn't be revealing that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because yeah, it's, it's, they could have gave him a black and orange uh, flag yeah, um, and made him go to the pit stop. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah, maybe well, that's why out. they're being quiet about that. Right. Maybe that, that is what quiet. I mean, they did mention this. You know, the pedal is getting stuck. We're seeing this thing; it's not coming back to zero. So it wasn't getting stuck at 100% throttle. So it maybe just wouldn't go to zero. It, it was at 20, it was like zero, yeah. 20, 30%. So assuming it's like like a driving simulator where you're, you're overlapping your a little pedal bit. is on this potentiometer. So the pedal goes down and it just tells it how much, because it's drive-by-wire. Right. Um, so we'll have to look into that further. Making the driver's championship a little bit more interesting. Yeah, and if signs did not blow up once again if he if he would have scored points and if he would have come in second he would have been level with Perez yeah that that could have shaken things up a whole lot mm-hmm. could have I mean still, could have really helped the constructors too still a long way to go Nicholas Latifi zero points you think he'll score any points this year nope yo he sucks bro he had seven points last year I don't know what's happening this year. Tell he's, us more. What's wrong with he's Latifi? Off, he's just off the pace. Yeah, well, he's, we're halfway he's through the season, so he? if we average out his last points for the last 11 races, we put him into the next 11, he's going to finish with zero. He's going to finish with yeah, zero. I'm calling it. Finishing with zero. Mick, I think Mick gets a couple more points. Latifi, you no want, way. You want Mick to get more points. Honestly, at this point, I do. I like Mick. I When I first started watching and he wasn't doing anything, I was like, this kid's just in here because, first of all, his dad's Michael Schumacher. I mean, he is and, in there because... <laughs> and, his, and, his dad's, and his dad's worth $600 million bucks, and that's the only reason he's here. But if he keeps scoring points, he proves that he might belong. still think he has a long road in front of him. Yeah. Will he ever drive for Ferrari? No. That's the big question because uh, that's where he wants to be, right? That's what he's that's in where everyone F1 for. Wants to, yeah, he, no, will, that's he will not be there. No, that's in F1 for. He will not be he there. He wants to be a Ferrari driver. No. No way. I don't know, man. I, don't know. I think I think they will give him a chance at Ferrari. Whenever I this, think this I think they will, man. I think it's only off. right. I think you have to. Yeah. At this point, I do. I think he will be a Ferrari driver. He has a lot more to prove, though. But I think he he will be a Ferrari driver. But I mean, would they give it to him just for the name? No, he needs to. He win. He needs a podium. <laughs> like a couple podiums in a Haas. No, no. He needs they, he though? needs a win before you can't be a Ferrari driver if you never won a race. Is he going to win in a Haas? Man. If he's good enough, he I will. Mean, they need to build the car. <laughs> I mean, they if have a good car right now, but you can't, you can't finish. I mean, if he's good behind? enough, he will win in a Haas. I mean, that'll prove that he belongs on a team like Ferrari. He was a lap down. The car's obviously not there yet. If the top six crash out, maybe. <laughs> I'm I'm sticking with no. He'll never drive for Ferrari. How about Guan Yu Zhou or Zhou Guan Yu? As they say, nah, I think he's. He's stuck at Alpha. He's, I mean, yeah, he's not doing well. like, after his crash last weekend and just jumps right back into a car. I mean, some of these guys, that was a pretty scary wreck, and he just jumps right in, keeps on going. He did all right. The car just wasn't there. Like, obviously, Red Bull and Mercedes, or uh, Red Bull and Ferrari are fighting for the win. But I think if Mercedes keeps getting these P3s, P4s, P5s consistently, I think they'll be up there by the end of the year. Maybe not to win, but they'll be up there. Seems yeah. like y'all agree. I think I, I think they notes. definitely got third, like, locked. There's, there's nobody who's going to compete with that at this junction. Mm-hmm. I um, agree. 
Well, yeah, I mean, they have 237 points in third, and McLaren has 81 in fourth. Right. Yeah, it's a long way back. That would take a miracle. Yeah. I mean, they're not, they're not that far back from Ferrari. They're pretty far back from Red Bull, but, I mean, you can, you can claw that back. I mean, it only takes a few bad weekends for another team. Yeah, a couple but more DNFs. They yeah. need other teams to drop off in a big way for a long time for the rest of the season to win the championship. But they might be able to fight for second. We'll see how development works out for them. Yeah. It would be difficult, though, to get second, though. I mean, that's luck right there. A lot of luck has to happen. Nothing wrong with getting lucky. Yeah. <laughs> figure if Mercedes won and got second place at every race, where there's 11 races from now, right? What's that? 25 plus 18. What are we talking there? 43. And Ferrari got third and fourth. What's that? 15 and 12, 27. What's that? That's a what? A fifteen-point spread? Am be I 16 right? And then sixteen I mean, times ten. That's one hundred and sixty points. If everything just went so perfectly, mm-hmm. if everything just went perfectly for Mercedes, yeah. Good luck. Good luck. That's not happening. Let's <laughs> yeah. be real. Come on. Yeah. Do you need to answer that? Yeah. But midfield, midfield battles. I mean, there's, there's a couple going on. I mean, McLaren and Alpine right now, but McLaren's struggling. And Alpine's looking really good. Did you guys see uh, Alonzo wag his finger at... Was it Joe? Did he <laughs> yes. wag it at Joe? No, at Gasly. He, no, it was, it was uh, Sonoda. Sonoda. Oh, Sonoda, yeah, Sonoda, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, passes him on the grass and then throws his... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Don't do that to me again. Somebody I somebody said he was like trying to use the onboard camera to communicate, but I feel like that's not true. I feel like he was giving him the finger wave. Oh, yeah. He was pointing his finger and saying, Don't do that. Pretty I'm Fernando. Fernando pretty, pretty impressive to do that at like 190 miles an hour. I couldn't do that. Oh, no big deal. I mean, come on. You can you can do that. I could not do that. I was yeah. in our simulation today. It was bad. I'm not, <laughs> not good at driving. How many times did you hit the wall while you were doing um, the Just like four or five on 15 laps. Clearly, you didn't have damage on. No. no. <laughs> I did say that. Tommy set it up. Next time, put damage on. Yeah. Um, all right. You're, that thing would have exploded if we yeah, had damage on. Yeah, and then we can on. restart. <laughs> it's like... Over rev, over rev, over rev. I wasn't over revving that much. Um. <laughs> Put damage on next time. We'll see what happens. Um, from a conversation between Tommy's wife and an F1 fan at a bar in Annapolis, Max Verstappen has such a punchable face. Uh-huh. Which F1 driver would y'all punch in the face and why? Or maybe not no, why. Lance like, Stroll. No, but what? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this. As I was writing this question, I was like, You think Lance. he has the most punchable face? Yes, oh, definitely. Lance. But that's, that's from when he first came into F1. That yeah. was like, oh my gosh, this guy. He's had some good drives, though, but still <laughs> punchable face. Yeah. You think more so than Max? Uh, yes. I mean... For, for Ashley, yeah, Ma- Ashley will punch Max in the face. If she ever had the chance to say yeah, hi yeah. to Max or punch Max, I feel like she would probably punch Max. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I feel like it's not really punchable, but Nicholas Latifi kind of looks like a, like a Pixar movie villain. <laughs> like he, he looks like he's up to some no good, but Jeez. not like real no he's, good. So he's like Gru. He he's like Gru. Like he looks a little bit like Gru. Yeah. yeah. Not like really up to no good, but kind of up to no good. He'll probably get some redemption at the end and be a good guy. We should make alter egos for these guys. Like, if they weren't driving in F1, what would they be doing? If he wasn't driving okay. in F1, what is Lance Stroll doing? Oh, gosh. Bro, he's working at a Tommy Hilfiger store. Like, <laughs> folding clothes. Uh, honestly, yeah. But that's, <laughs> yep. I can't argue with that. He's wearing way too much cologne, too. Oh, my gosh. What is, uh, what is Charles Leclerc doing? 
if he's not driving. At a coffee stand in Monaco somewhere. Oh, he'd probably love that. Making coffee. Little barista. And talking about the F1 race that's about to come up. Mm-hmm. All right, final. We can't do too many of these in one day, but it's fun. What is Max doing? Man, with the punchable face. I mean, oh, gosh. He could work at a carnival. No. It gets punched in the face. No, I feel like Max is Bus like... Bus driver? No. No, I think Max is like some kind of a... It's just, he strikes me as like an engineer. Nick at a big factory building something. Smart well, I guy. wish I got those vibes. Smart smart guy, making a good living, but you know, never going to be like superstar, world Max famous Max is just anything. a grumpy teenager, isn't he? I mean, he's... <laughs> <laughs> he definitely drank too much in college. How did he get, he's 24 years old already? Yeah, like that's that's who Max is. He definitely peaked in college in my alter ego world. Gosh. I think it's just downhill from there. He's got like a kind of happy marriage, a couple of kids. You got it all figured out for these guys. Gosh. That's just, that's the vibe I get from Max. Oh my God. That's, he, yeah, he complains a lot. That's the vibe. So Ryan's random question for the... For the episode. Which is apparently written which, by Tommy. Which I wrote. <laughs> so I'm going to ask it. What current F1 driver would you like to hang out with and why? Tommy wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote in there. I wrote this. I would but, like to hang out with uh, Carlos Sainz and find out what shampoo he uses. He's got some good hair. He's got some great hair. Even after he pulls off the helmet, it looks great. <laughs> in disgust. He I mean, pulls off his helmet in disgust. But he has great hair. Yeah. But he has great hair. Car on fire. Who, who are y'all hanging Good out with? Hair. I mean, come on. You know the answer for me. That's why I wrote the question, because I figured you guys already knew who I was going to oh, say. Oh, so you can say Lewis Hamilton? It, it was gonna, yeah, of course it's Lewis. If I actually would answer in a serious way, I feel like Checo would be fun to hang out with. Why? Go to drink all day. Why? I, Just I, throw him back tequila. I think it would be fun to go. He probably has some Mexican You would age villa. like he did, too. By the time you're 32, you'll look like an old man, just like Checo does. He's got rugged good looks. That wouldn't be a bad thing. We'd go hang out. We'd probably do a little surfing. We'd, we'd drink some tequila. We'd probably eat some delicious Mexican food. And uh, probably then go ride motorcycles around the town, not wearing helmets. And go find some <laughs> Not wearing helmets with your, with your great hair that Carlos, you know, taught you. Yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Checo. I wouldn't mind h- hanging out with Vettel, but I think I'd get bored after, like, two hours. Vettel's, like, too environmental and woke for me. Yeah. I wouldn't want to hang out with him. He'd be, like, talking about Save the Bees and stuff. I'd be like, dude, I, I like I like that. I'm just not you. But he's into, like, classic cars. He's into this stuff. He's into the engineering. He's into, mm-hmm. you know, the history of F1. He'd be a really nice person to have on the podcast in two years. I'm sure he would, and he will. He will be. Why two years? That's so far away. He, he will be, yeah. but I'm just going to go get drunk in Mexico oh, with Checo. I hear that. That's You know what? I'm hanging out so with Checo. For the time bro. being, I'm just going to get drunk in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wrote a song about that once, I think. <laughs> um, all right. Next week, we're going to France. Is it Paul Ricard? Is that how you say that? Or is yep. it Richard or what? Sarqui Paul Ricard. It's really hard on uh, F1 2022. It's very hard. Lots of tight corners. Who won last year, Tommy? Max. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Max Max beat Lewis last year, and he got the fastest lap as Ma- well. Max beat who? Max beat Lewis Hamilton. Oh, sorry. How dare he? <laughs> How dare <laughs> I he? I believe it. Um, you think Max will take it again? I mean, the Red Bulls are always going to be quick on circuits like this. They're so tight and twisty. They're, they're, the Red Bulls are great aerodynamically. 
But I heard the Mercedes but, is supposed to be really strong here. Oh, they're making a lot of good improvements know. too. I like I like them. A lot to be seen. Agreed. We'll see what happens in practice. Any uh, who's crashing out next week? <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's not next week. It's two weeks. But who's crashing out? She Walker. Oh, oh man, that's a, that and hurts. the pointless <laughs> streak um, begins. <laughs> I do. We have okay. Over take the over under five cars crashing out. Oh, five cars? There's a lot of tight five corners cars? here. I think, no, I think we'll have at least cars. one multi-car accident. You know, just because, you got to say Gasly. You think Gasly's crashing J- out? Just based on the past two races? Yes. Since he was involved in both crashes at the start? Isn't he French? Wouldn't that be a home? That'd be sad. Gosh, home crash. Suck. Pierre Gasly. <laughs> Will McLaren get their shit together and get back in proper form? They bounced back this weekend. Oh, it was man. good. Nah, I mean, they had a horrible they, Saturday. They had, Lando, and they had, a Lando decent, had a pretty good run towards the end. They had a season. decent Sunday. They did. I think they did they a did. lot better. Got a lot of track limits warnings, but they did a lot better. So many. Uh, Ken Perez and Science bounce back? Who asked that question? I did. I wrote that in there. Ken Perez and Science bounce back after a stressful weekend in Austria. These guys are pros. Absolutely, they'll be right back up. I think there. they have to. Yeah. yeah. They they, if they don't, if they can't do that, they don't get their. Well, contracts. considering both Perez and Signs were told, you guys can still fight for the championship, which I don't agree with. But. Hundred percent, they'll bounce back. Dude, that's for the gram. There's no way oh, they yeah. can fight for the championship. That's not gonna happen. They're number two drivers, and they know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one to take, though. They both want to be number one. They just... It's not going to happen. Yeah, nobody wants to be number two, but... But this weekend showed me... This weekend showed me that science is clearly not on the level of Leclerc. No. So he he has to fall back. You understand? Mm -hmm. To help Charles win the championship. To help Ferrari win the championship. I mean, if, if... If they can, you know, hold second and third and and chase down the Red Bulls that way and, you know, win races here and there. They can still come back and win the Constructors. They're, they're still they're a long way back, though, from Red Bull right now. Has Max clearly showed you this year that he's quicker than Perez? For me, it's a yes. I think Perez has had a few, like, standout performances, but I don't think he has the pace overall. I think Max is still, still the lead guy there. Hmm. What do you think? No, man. I mean, I, I think Max has the edge, but like you said, you know, Perez has shown some greatness, mm-hmm. I think, this season. You know, um, he has had those races where it's like, yo, he is really quicker than Max at this junction. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think Ryan just wants Checo to be fast just because he wants, he wants to go to Mexico and hang out with a championship-winning driver and drink tequila with him. In the yeah. future. All Two right, this, years from now, one year from now. I'll okay, so Ryan, let me ask you this. Does Checo win another race this year? Another race? Yeah, just one, though. Where? Ooh. Dude, I don't even know where we're racing. <laughs> Aside from next week. He's winning in Mexico! He's got to win in Mexico. He's got to win in Mexico. I I, know we still have... Uh, I really don't... I, I, you could probably tell us all the races in order. I know we still have France because it's coming up. I know we still have to go to Singapore. Well, we got uh, hungry right after. Friends. And we got hungry. I don't even know enough about the tracks to pretend I'm going to guess where he's going to win. I just think he's got one more. And then we uh, we take a little summer break, three weeks off. Mm-hmm. 
shortened summer break this year because yeah. it's usually four weeks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's in a new Concord agreement, though. Take a week off. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be real sad. I like watching. I'm, three weeks seems like a long time. I had to I had to get the F1 TV Pro this week, and because I my um, I was staying in Let's go Virginia with a friend in an apartment, and there were still a bunch of people out sleeping in the living room, and I wasn't about to go turn on the TV and bother all of them, so I just got it real quick and watched it on my phone. Then we got like it's so funny. Wait, you didn't have it set up like Philippe when you had the TV, the laptop, the phone? No, but now I will. Because I was switching back and forth. I was like, this is cool. I can get on board with any driver I want. Mm -hmm. And if I had the TV on the broadcast, I would do that. That'd be awesome. I will Mm -hmm. do that. Or I'll just cancel it because I'm a cheapskate. Um, But we were like driving to go get coffee. And I'm on there with my phone and my AirPods, not even talking. Like they would say, they had to call my name three times. Like we're going into the coffee shop now. And I'm like, I'm just so engrossed in this race. It was... It's fun. It's fun to yeah. care about something that much. And you get to hear what they say on intercom, like, mm-hmm. way before they broadcast it. Yeah. You know? And sometimes they broadcast that stuff out of order. And yeah. Yeah, they broadcast times. what's going to catch the most attention. Yeah. Another great meme I saw, you know, the, uh, I think it's Mr. Incredible, or whatever. It's a really dark room, and it's a guy who goes, uh, I fear no man, but that one thing that I fear. And then it's, like, the, the middle thing is the... Uh, um, the Leclerc radio. Yeah, but it's yeah. like you can fill it in with anything. Like mm-hmm. it's all. But it was the Leclerc radio broadcast, and I was like, <laughs> honestly, yes, because he never comes on there and says anything good. He's like, my engine's blowing up, my car, my throttle's stuck, and as a Leclerc fan, I really felt that. Mm. It hurt. Yeah, how did it make you feel when he won the race? I didn't really talk about that. Was in the middle of a coffee shop, and I gave a. I'm not like the most emotionally expressive person but I gave a fist bump and I had a big smile and you sent us an emoji and I sent you a smiley face emoji in the in the group message <laughs> so yeah that's I felt I was very happy to see him win uh, it man was I was jumping up and down when Lewis came in third I expect more out of you when Leclerc wins your driver won the race Ryan your driver won the yeah. race I don't care if you're in a coffee shop I want you to jump up I on think... the counter start dancing well, so make your own thing. coffee it was, a, it was a surefire win and if it had been a little like I was a little bit nail biting because of the throttle issue but if it was like a really exciting race and he won by like a tenth of a second or a hundredth of a second then I would have been jumping it up was and down no matter where that. I was if there was another lap I think it would have if it were another lap like I, that, that might have been where I was but I knew he was going to win I felt confident in it well he pulled it out it was it was a good win nonetheless alright so we'll, we'll we'll see y'all again before the is it is it called the French Grand Prix or does it have some kind of sponsor name I don't know yeah French Grand Prix it's French, French Grand Prix alright we'll see y'all before that we got we got two weeks we got a little break um, alright sign off sign off sign it off you got to read it. There's a Tommy wrote something. Well, let me read this. <laughs> I mean, it's simple for you. Sign Just off. state your name, sir. Sign off. I'm Philippe. I'm, I'm Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> right, Hold on. Look, all we have to do, just start over. Let's oh, see what you got. Sign off. You don't have to say sign <laughs> I know, off. I know. Let me have some fun. Jeez. I'm Philippe. Bloopers roll one. What the hell? <laughs> Can I go now? Fuck you, go. <laughs> All right.
right, it's time to get off of here. I'm Philippe. I'm Tommy. And I'm Ryan. Thanks so much for listening to The Gravel Trap. If you love this, share it with someone whose car's caught on fire before. <laughs> if you want... <laughs> <laughs> If you want even more F1 content from us, sign up for our newsletter. We'll put a link down in the show notes. It's heaps of fun. It's got jokes and memes, and we don't censor Toto's interview swears. So thanks for joining us. Uh, We'll see you... I don't know when we'll see you. Before the French Grand Prix.